0: I Star Trek Voyager and you are listening to Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trek Mate Podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone. So. Prepare to attack, all-hands oh. battle station Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this All I ask is a tall ship and a star, to steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's Log, Stardate 3541.9 Program complete, enter when ready.
1: Hello and welcome to the Trek TrekMate Podcast. I'm Jude Hawkins and I'm here with Bane Emery and we're going to be talking about uh, the Discovery finale and much more.
2: Yes, so that's it. It's been a big week uh, for Trek. There's been a lot of uh, uh, controversy, a lot of... Uh, happy fans. It's, it's, it's definitely been a mixed kettle this week. It
1: was. It was always going to be that way. Would you have expected anything less for a finale of an already mixed audience for Star Trek Discovery? It was always going to be a lot of very, very happy people and a lot of people falling out of their prams and breaking their skulls.
2: Oh, the, the, that's the thing, uh, there there was definitely already a lot of people waiting to just dive off of that cliff, so it, it's no surprise whatsoever, and... I
1: was um, I was hoping that we could just talk our opinions at, at first, but there's definitely going to be something that we'll bring up in a bit, like something oh, that yeah. just cracked me up, like just one person in particular where something what was written online where i just wanted to say just calm down you know like Mm
2: -hmm. just look
1: on the bright side of life it's not that bad yeah but we'll get we'll talk about the positives first before we have a giggle at the people who love to be negative
2: yes exactly and um also uh, also we'll (coughs) we'll just say um Straight out the gate. audio slightly different this week. We're having to use a different setup, uh, because. Yeah, I apologise. No, it's, it's nothing to apologise about. There's just circumstances that have meant that we can't, uh, use our normal recording equipment. So we're actually recording a telephone conversation, uh, to make sure, because we, we wanted to still talk about this whilst it's fresh, and also uh, to not skip a week because, uh we really want this to discuss this whilst it's in our mind and whilst it's there so and i won't
1: say this on won't say it on the on the youtube videos what we might record tonight but i'll say it to all the pod listeners Mm -hmm. i'm sat in my car that's what's going on yeah yeah i'm moving house and i've just got all sorts of crap going on someone crashed into my normal car last week so i'm sat in a rental car Just everything's up in the air. I'm I'm not even at my house. I'm outside my parents' house, which is why I'm in the car, not in the living room, because I'd be keeping the kids awake, my parents awake. But, but yeah, as you said, we had to record, had to do this.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, I appreciate your dedication.
1: Oh, no, I'm happy to do it.
2: And um, also, then next week, Jude's going to be busy because he's moving house, as you just said. So... Uh, there's a lot going on at the moment in your life mate
1: yeah there, there possibly will be another pod in everyone's future uh with me talking in the car but that's fine
2: exactly exactly and um uh, speaking of the youtube channel uh just another reminder to everyone to head on over and subscribe to the sci-fi collective still doing absolutely loads uh, over on there, I know the listeners to the podcast more than ever,
1: really at the moment, yeah. more than we've ever done before. Now you're, you're well back into it. It's you're you're the man who's putting all the hard work, in and it's uh, it's it's looking great.
2: Well, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you think so because that's the thing. As Jude says, putting in a lot of effort, and I know the listeners are probably sick of hearing. ...about us blabbing on about the YouTube channel as well. Yeah, well,
1: sorry to those ones,
2: I, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so sorry to you, but if you haven't subscribed, go go and do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear,
2: but let's talk Trek. Yeah,
1: let's get back to Trek.
2: So, uh, obviously, as you said, it was the season finale, so we've got the completion of this story arc. Yeah
1: i i found myself i i really my just you know to sum it up i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. i would i was never gonna hate it because i always like to be optimistic and positive and stuff mm-hmm. but um i think i said to you in a text there's people out there who seem to love it a lot more than i did yeah um i did really enjoy it but i've really enjoyed the whole sea season um
2: what? But what? one
1: thing, the first thing I said when, when it finished and I turned to my wife, I said, did that feel to you like they wrote that as if there was never going to be a, se- a second season, like if it got cancelled, but that was a good place to end it and just have people dreaming of what might have been? Because that that was always the possibility at the start. I know I know they got renewed at some point, but I don't know when that episode was written. I, I don't know if you had any of those thoughts
2: no I know what you mean in the sense of um, that that would have been a f- perfectly fine point to have rounded off that story arc well I,
1: the best way to put it is if it was a movie if that was one big movie that mm-hmm. would have been the perfect ending wouldn't it and just like you know if you want us to do a sequel this is where it's going to go but I wouldn't call it a cliffhanger.
2: like there was no cliffhanger would. No, to no, me there wasn't, because...
1: More of a teaser.
2: Yeah, because the thing is, even though you see the Enterprise uh, at the end, you know that it's...
1: I just realised we forgot to say spoiler warning. Oh, that if, bonus, if, if, if
2: people didn't get the uh, idea that spoilers were coming off we said we're discussing the you, season finale... You're
1: not going to be able to discuss it without that, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, but I personally think that it's... Um, one of those things that it it would have been a perfectly fine point to just um, leave people's imaginations running wild that they've finally met up with the Enterprise uh, mm-hmm. under Kirk, uh, under Pike's command. That's right. And <clears throat> one of the first things uh, I had a conversation with um, someone I know who's a Trekkie as well. One of the first things yeah. that he said to me was. Um, mm. How do, how do the timelines work out? What would Spock have been on board, and would, would it have been different? Because like, is Discovery set in the JJ verse? It's like no, J- uh, this isn't set in the JJ verse because no,
1: we know we know that,
2: yeah, yeah. Because um, first of all, uh, Pike never commanded the Enterprise for more than two minutes. Um, That's right, yeah. And it was like a ultra young Kirk and Spock, and also Vulcan was then destroyed. So uh, we know it's definitely not the JJ verse. Do we know it's 100% the Prime Universe? No, no, we don't know that at all. Um, but because uh, because also then. Um, People say, yeah, but there's always only, like, the Mirror Universe, JJverse, or this verse. It's like, well, no, if you think back to episodes like parallels, there is countless, yeah. countless possibilities. And yeah. w- will, the Trek un- uh, will the Trek fandom ever embrace the idea that each show could be set within a different um, one of those parallels? Like, just very slightly different. So it doesn't matter if you mess up a tiny bit of canon, because that could just be one of many, 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 many universes.
1: Yeah, well, obviously, you know what, I'm going to say I'm open to that, you know, because you've got to be. There's no point being silly about it, going, eh, it's not this, it's not that, it doesn't match up. It's like, there's guys, like, I love this show, I love this franchise,
2: Mm -hmm. but it is fiction. Exactly, exactly, and uh, and and to answer his other question was, uh, was Spock on board, and the well,
1: that's obviously something that that's part of the teaser, isn't it? Like, if well, you, you want to find out, tune in next year or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, exactly. But I did go back and um look at Memory Alpha at the uh like date ah, for it. Okay, and um I'm pretty sure. It don't okay. He's going to be on there, but he's going to have really big, bushy
1: eyebrows and a cheesy grin.
2: And an awful uniform. Um, (laughs) No, it was... (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure um, Discovery is set in 2157. No,
1: 2257. The thing I keep hearing is that it's ten years, roughly, before TOS. Is that right?
2: Uh, Yes, but Spock... I'm pretty certain was commissioned on the Enterprise on 2256 or 2255. Mm -hmm. So Spock, uh, I can't remember the dates, 100%, but uh, without going back and looking at memory alpha again, um, but he would have been on there for two years. So Spock is a serving member of the crew. Um, Oh, nice. So, and... Uh, though obviously he's not first officer, that would have been number one.
1: Yeah, which I I always say how I really love that character.
2: Yeah, exactly. L-
1: would love to see a back I don't know who would play her, but you know they'd have to get someone good and strong for that role, I think.
2: Well, that's the thing—they're going to be recasting everyone. Uh, though the only thing that I did wonder never know. is would they get Zachary Quinto to play Spock?
1: I'd said that to you before we this before Discovery even started, and I'd definitely be open to that. He has done plenty of TV before. I know he, you know, does his fair share of movies, mm-hmm. but he's done TV.
2: Yeah, and, and he still does do great. roles. Yeah, yeah, he still does do roles, and and he seems to really enjoy the role of Spock.
1: Well, in fact, just just look at TV these days. Loads of people who. Uh, are sort of more famous for their TV stuff, Mm -hmm. are in movies simultaneously. Like, uh, look at all the Game of Thrones people and stuff. Yeah. So why can't Zachary Quinto do it? I'd be happy to see him. I understand if they can't, Mm -hmm. you know, they can't match their schedules, and if it's got to be someone else, that's fine too. I love the guy on um, Star Trek Continues as well. I'm not saying it would be him.
2: Yeah.
1: But, you know, I'm open to anyone as long as they, you know, play it right.
2: And also, Which, it's one of those things that I think, um... That, that then you would get people asking the question about the JJ-verse, and it's like, well, no, it's just that it, it's a it's a perfect match, really, for Zachary Quinzo to play it, because yeah, he exactly. would still if look pla- exactly the same.
1: Exactly. If he's if he's young Spock in the JJ-verse, why the hell wouldn't he be young Spock in the, in the Prime universe, or whatever universe we're in?
2: Yeah, exactly. Because, um... I don 't know all of the the one hundred percent facts about what was historically meant to have gone on in the Klingon war uh, last mm-hmm. week Larry would have been the person to fill us in in all of the one hundred percent details um, yeah but yeah no, the, the way that they did round it off um, kind of made sense it kind of uh, it, it rounded up that idea of. It
1: is. It w- it was a nice wrap up ending for. A, for that's what I said. That was how I felt. That you could just leave the story there. If never a second season never got commissioned. Mm-hmm. But also, there's still room for a continuation with that story. Mm-hmm. Now, um, whatever her name is, I forget her name. The female Klingon. Like, there's a lot of power in her hands now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. There's a hell of a lot of power, and, um, but also uh, with. That is interesting as well, because Klingons never historically uh, put women in like leading roles within yeah. government, so uh, that's certainly interesting in itself. Um,
1: but also, the same way that we've discussed like um, all the stuff we see in Discovery, the reason it doesn't come up in TOS and other stuff is because it's going to get hidden, mm-hmm. it's going to get buried... The same stuff could happen with the Klingons, where stuff that we see happen in Discovery will get buried by them as well. They, You know, Klingons being Klingons, they might not want her history and their history to be public knowledge in the future.
2: Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Also, I wanted to say, um, mm-hmm. on the uh, Trekmate Communicator uh, group on Facebook, um. Adam House, uh, former host of uh, previously in the Alpha yeah. Quadrant, put up a great picture that someone had uh, photoshopped uh, because oh, I've not people, seen this. people always say about how, um, uh, well, not always. Some of the haters of Discovery have like gone on about how the Klingons look ridiculous, yeah. and um, someone photoshopped on one of the. Traditional Klingon hairstyles onto um, I think it was I think it was Core no not Core Um, oh um, (coughs) oh, my mind's going blank now
1: it doesn't matter Um, one of the new males
2: one of the new males and um, with the hair looks near on identical. So I, was, I was kind cleaners. of doing that
1: the other yeah. day when I was watching the program. I was almost like holding my hands up to the screen to just be like, would that work? And I just thought, yeah, it, it kind of would. It's, I mean, it's not as far uh, off as some people make out.
2: No, I'm actually going to, uh, I might make that the thumbnail for this pod. Uh, yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, so if if people go onto the website, they'll be able to see it there. 'cause uh Good idea. it was uh, it was really interesting to see like well yeah no actually it looks a hell of a lot like a traditional Klingon. <laughs> Though I I do want to put this on Front Street. Um my favourite part of uh, this episode was finding out that Klingons have two Japs eyes. Yes.
1: Yeah there's a lot of talk about that online.
2: Oh dear uh, that's the thing. We know how uh Trekkies are sticklers for uh, finding <laughs> out every detail about the universe, so we yeah. now we now finally know that Klingons have two pee holes.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, at least two pee holes, possibly two dicks, but at least two pee holes.
2: I don't think it's two dicks because if you think about how the urine was actually pissing on the wall it was in too uniform a line if it was two dicks I would have thought it would have been going off in two different directions where they were directly one over the top of each other so I'm thinking that maybe if it is uh, one dick then maybe like it's like one of those snakes that's got two heads and since they're Klingons I'm imagining it's definitely rich for her pleasure
1: Oh, I've I, yeah, I've always imagined that to be the <laughs> case.
2: Okay. Yeah, so, so maybe You're um, such yeah. a popular guy. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. it's <laughs> it is no wonder Jadzia is always so happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Another mystery has been solved <laughs> by discovery. The, the
1: funny thing is, like with this conversation, what this is kind of typical for us, but like. This conversation's got to be happening all over the world right now. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You're right. This is a pretty I'm stereotypical. Really serious. thing. about it,
1: though. In internet chat rooms, like,
2: no, it's part of the same. cock, <laughs> It's not content. Yeah. No. I'm. Uh, or, or maybe that's the thing. It's, it's definitely got some sort of. Um, Even if it is one stem at the bottom, it's definitely got something more substantial at the top. I've
1: got to to imagine maybe that's one question that Larry wouldn't answer, (laughs) regarding what's going on
2: there. To be honest, I think this is where our expertise may kick in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Larry can cover the rest. Yeah. Oh, I do, but yeah... Definitely, definitely one of my favourite parts. <laughs> it it, it
1: cracks me up. Like I think it makes you know the proper trekkies laugh more than the, uh, my wife didn't even notice it.
2: Hmm. That's the thing. But also um, I am uh, I we had another we had uh, like a callback to TOS as it were with the my uh, like Orion. Slave Girl Strip Bar as well. Yeah. Uh, So... uh, Oh,
1: can I just say, uh, I'm sure you will have done, especially if you've been online, if you didn't notice at first, did you notice the cameo in this? Or is that what you're about to say?
2: No, you carry on.
1: Well, what was weird is in the bar, when they were in the bar, uh, the the Orion guy who goes up to Tilly Mm
2: -hmm. and gets
1: her to smoke the space bong or whatever the hell it was, Um, as soon as I saw him I was like I know that guy
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I've seen him in something and then I realised oh my god the thing I've seen him in I only just watched the night before do you know what I'm talking about
2: (sighs) I do know the guy because he's been in a whole number of things but what had he been in that you had watched the night before
1: he was in TOS the night before and see if you can remember from that because obviously there's a massive gap there
2: Okay, he was the He was the bloody, um, he was the, the, the kid. He was, um...
1: The freaky baby the guy f- from Carbonite. Yes.
2: Uh, Carbonite maneuver. Drink some tranya. Yeah, it's him. <laughs> Have some of my bone. That's it, it's still, pushing this years later. Dod- <laughs> it's still pushing dodgy substances to people. And making people feel uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> oh, do. Yeah, that's him.
2: I never... That's the thing. I recognise him. I recognize but, well,
1: yeah, I recognised him. and I, I know he, he's been in a bunch of things over the years. Mm-hmm. I think just, like, a bunch of sort of 80s comedies and stuff like that. But yeah. it was just yeah. such a strange coincidence that I'd just been watching TOS the night before. I was like, oh, my God, it's
2: him. I never made that link. Never made that, yeah, whatsoever.
1: I I bet we'll probably see more of that. It's, I think Larry hinted at that, at that, but we will see that more mm. than likely in the second season now.
2: I'm 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 still holding out hope for a Topol appearance.
1: Yeah, me too, man. I I don't see why not. Why yeah. the hell not?
2: Especially considering they were heading to Vulcan.
1: Yeah.
2: So no, uh, that'd be great. was the captain. The,
1: yeah, that'd be awesome.
2: The fucking new captain was T'Pol. But saying that, at this point, T'Pol would be I think about 120 something, and this
1: Sp- is still doable Sp- though, isn't
2: it? Spock died at about 160ish, so she would yeah. definitely be like a more mature captain.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it, you know, in in the real world, it's been how many years since Enterprise now? Mhm. Like yeah. 15 years or something so exactly. like well obviously they're going to use prosthetic makeup as well yeah so Jodie um, Blaylock but,
2: would have aged a bit yeah yeah no
1: I, no I, I would love that I'm sure all the Enterprise fans would
2: I, I'm going to I'm going to try and start a uh, hashtag trending on Twitter uh, to poll for Captain
1: yeah
2: yeah why not <laughs> yeah exactly No, I'm, I'm going to get on that but no, I think it makes... Uh, I, I really want to see uh, T'Pol as captain, though I uh, really enjoyed uh, Saru as acting captain as well.
1: I did, too, yeah. I liked Saru. It it didn't take much for for that character to win me over, to be honest. I mm-hmm. liked him from the word go, but as that series went on, he kept giving me more and more reasons to like him. Yes. So, but, so yeah, you know, when... Um, when the Admiral comes back on, I'm just like, oh, poor Saru.
2: Mm-hmm. That's it. And uh, also, it poor Saru, when he just found out that uh, they'd just been eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eating He's desperate painting. to meet other Kelpians and they're all getting eaten. And they're all it. slaves That's and whatnot. Oh, dear. So, but, I, I hope that if they... It, well, if in the long shot that they don't use T'Pol as captain, I hope we actually get an alien captain.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome.
2: Because I think it would be more interesting. Maybe Andorian.
1: Well, you know me. I'd like. I, if I was to pick alien, I'd definitely go for Andorian first. Mhm. Um. Did I think. Yeah, it
2: would make. Sen- go on. Did you notice? Um. I I never noticed whilst watching. But um, looking at the model series that um, uh, Eagle Moss are bringing out for the Discovery ships, one of the Mm -hmm. Federation ships was named after Shran. Oh,
1: nice. No, I haven't seen that.
2: No, I didn't notice that. It was uh, like the USS Shran. Very cool. Which I thought was quite nice. Yeah.
1: I'm definitely open to seeing any Andorian stuff going on, but, yeah, if we could have a captain on, on the main show, on the main ship, mm-hmm. that would be brilliant.
2: Because that's the thing. It, it, Star Trek's always been about diversity in that, and I think... Yeah, it's, a,
1: it's about time, isn't it? We've had all these diversities in humans, mm-hmm. but about time we had an alien.
2: Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong, obviously, there's still plenty of other... Um, Ethnic, like, human ethnicities that we haven't had as captain. Um, yeah. But I I just think there would be something cool about having an Andorian uh, captain. And not necessarily. I don't think I would want a, unless it's pole. I wouldn't want a Vulcan captain. Because... Well,
1: well you say that now but it's because you've got such strong feelings for, for the character coming back but you never know.
2: Well no I, I just think that I just think that the show's already got the Vulcan aspects covered. Yeah. So I think having another um, type of uh, Captain, uh, maybe. Well, that's the thing. I I just think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want we, a Tellerite either.
1: I was just thinking that I don't think they would. I think they would definitely do Andorian before they'd ever do. Telluride. Right. Yeah. But you
2: never know. No, you never I, I'm
1: open to whatever. I, I, I haven't got any reason to go. No, oh, it's that. You know, like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: i I'm happy for whatever.
2: And also, uh, I think I managed to sp- stay spoiler-free uh, before watching it, so I n- it never had anything. You really did well. Like, yeah, considering I watched it on Wednesday, I managed to go three days without spoilers. Um, it's not
1: easy, is it?
2: No, I had to have a like total blackout, even though I was doing stuff on YouTube. I was only doing YouTube and not going anywhere near anything else yeah um, i was uh, i, I wasn 't surprised about the uh actual plan for uh, uh, that um George had for the Klingon planet i <laughs> called that straight away as soon as they said that they were doing that. I think everyone would have done. Yeah. Um, But I I did like where they went with it in the end.
1: That's how I felt with a lot of Discovery. Sometimes it's easy to call things like um, 15, 20 minutes before they happen. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't... Or even even weeks sometimes in in the case of some of the storylines. But it doesn't spoil it. It just means that um, you know, these... Good twists and stuff that you predict that the, the writers are doing good twists. It's it's just like that's just the way programs work with fans these days. We just talk and theorize and
2: exactly it and doesn't make exactly. it any worse. And the thing is, it's it, it, There's no point in getting myth because we've managed to um, figure something out. Because each time that they have done something, even though I've known what's coming. I've yeah. still thoroughly enjoyed it and appreciated yeah. the perfect execution.
1: Exactly, yeah. Well put.
2: So, but yeah, no, so I think it definitely from myself and YouTube, uh, we're well happy with the first season of Discovery.
1: Yes, I've, um, like I always do with these things, uh, as soon as I finish watching a season of any show that I've really enjoyed, Mm -hmm. first thing I'll do is go online and see when the next one's out, and I don't know if it's correct, but it says it's not going to be out until 2019. Mm -hmm. That's what I read, I don't know.
2: I don't know, a part of me would like to think that it would be full this year, uh, rather than next year. I
1: hope so. But what, what I've said on this show and in person many times is if, if that's what it means to get it done right, that that's fine. But, yeah, obviously we want it back as soon as possible.
2: Yeah. Well, well that's the thing. Obviously they're going to save themselves a lot of time with uh, sets because they're already yep. going to have their major sets already done. Uh, so they're going to save themselves time there. But as you said, with Discovery, we had... Step back and step back, like right, of it getting uh, pushed back. And mm-hmm. um, to be honest, I'm not bothered that they did do that because uh, the show was great.
1: Yeah, well, I've said that all along. I'd rather wait and get a good product than than rush into something that's half-assed. What's the point?
2: No, exactly, exactly. And um, whilst we're speaking of things that are half-assed, how about other people's opinions?
1: Yeah, there's lots of silly opinions out there, there's always going to be, but um, but the one that I was thinking we should bring up this week is, is a sort of, a friend of the show, mm-hmm. um, whose op- opinion I do value on a lot of things, Trek, but mm-hmm. I was really sad to go on Facebook and read this one person's, what it was, was not uh, a general rant, it was supposed to be a letter to um, the, the Star Trek Discovery showrunners, mm-hmm. and it was just—it was just every kind of negative it could possibly be, and like, uh, it was just upsetting reading it. Like, you know, just thinking, like, how can you be so against this? Like, why can't you just accept that things can be different? You know, you can have different parts, different evolutions. It, well, I don't know. If, Evolutions might be a bit
2: much nice, But you know what I mean No, ev- no Evolutions is a good word Because um, The thing is um, They was really really it like Just like You can call it whatever you like But it's not Trek You can have callbacks to other characters But it's not Trek You can do this but it's not Trek And the thing is Just because You're not 100% happy with it Doesn't mean it's not Trek and the thing is, they yeah. were trying to talk on behalf of all of the fans. And it's like, well, to be honest, I call bullshit because I know plenty uh, of fans of the same demographic, same age as you. And they love this show. And
1: yeah, I did. Fans. I'm one of them. And he, he said that uh, people over a certain age, no one over a certain age will tell you that they love this show. And I'm over that age and I love it. And loads of people, you know, said it straight away. You know, we're over that age, way over that age, and we love it.
2: Exactly. So, yeah, um,
1: it was just naive to say that sort of stuff. But
2: The, the thing is, I'm not going to... I never bothered to comment, because I'm not going to let his opinion make me fall. I'm not going to have the argument with him, because I still like the guy. And I, here. And I, yeah. I'm not going to fall out with him, but I... I. Um. And I do value his opinion on many things. But the thing is, with, with Trek, when TNG came along, you had a whole bunch of people that were fucks off. Because it wasn't Kirk, Spock, McCoy. Because I, I
1: think almost for all of them this happens, doesn't it? It happens for a certain bunch of people, for every one of the new series it has happened.
2: Mm-hmm. And that, it, that's it's always going to
1: alienate some people.
2: Deep Space Nine is not Star Trek because they are not trekking anywhere; they're in the same place. Yeah, um, and it's it, it. That's the thing. It's Star Trek it, Enterprise isn't Star Trek because Star Trek's going forward. It's not in the past. It's yeah. And the thing is, as well, and then. They got really fucked off because of the holograms and the other things. And my answer to that really simply is, I don't care. Because if you make a show that is meant to be set in our future, and you make it so that it's got the exact same technology as we do. You
1: can't you can't do it from the future of 1966 on a budget. Mm-hmm. You just can't, it's not, it's not going to work now, it, it doesn't make sense, but also, like, I think if you really want to, if you want to get nitpicky about it, like, I like to imagine that there is links between this and TOS, like, you know, when they come back, mm-hmm. and they're six months in the future, and, like, the Klingons have nearly won the war, Yeah. like, why can't you just think of it in this way, as, like, there's only a handful of Federation ships left? hmm and they've only got so much money, and like over the next decade, they've got to start building ships that cost a lot uh, cheaper to to make, and that they're going to look shittier. They're going to look dodgier. They're going to ha- they are not going to have the holograms anymore. They're going to have dodgy control panels and whatnot. Why can't you? Why can't people just do that instead of just you know having a hissy fit? Because I can't think of any way other to say it. But the
2: thing is, I but, don't think I would give a fuck even if. Uh, Pike's Enterprise did have holograms. I don't think I uh-huh. would care because the thing is it's the story, it's the heart that matters of it and um, to turn around and say uh, 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 some of those same fans turn around and say that it isn't Gene Roddenberry's vision. Well no shit, Gene died uh, like before halfway yeah, you can't through TMG. And the thing is, Gene died when TV was at a very different point in time. Yeah. If we stay stuck in the late 80s, early 90s, Trek won't fucking survive. No. And the thing is as well, if you take away that, if if you make it so that say even if all of the ships only had the same technology as TNG, it's all touch it's all this, all that, you you also take away a part of that believability factor. You can't believe that it's in the future because that technology is here now. Our fucking telephones are more powerful than what a pad could do half of the time. And it's, don't get me wrong, there's always going to be certain aspects of um, Trek Tech that is fantastical. Uh, like whether it's the phases or the tricorders, even though we're getting close to the tricorders. So yeah. it's, and also we're getting closer to the holodeck as well. So,
1: I mean, seriously, if Gene Roddenberry in the 60s had unlimited money and technology. ...at his fingertips... ...just imagine what he would have done... ...it would not have looked like that...
2: ...no exactly... ...but also what you've got to remember as well... ...I think it, it, it comes down to this thing of... Uh, ...this may seem totally random... ...and totally off su- off subjects entirely... Mm. ...but I heard a wonderful saying once... ...and that there is no such thing... ...as an original idea... ...what people yeah. do... With, to create their ideas is they tweak things that they have seen uh, yep. in reality or seen through other people's ideas and just make slight tweaks so there is no original ideas for anything it is just a natural evolution so yep. to, in the 60s Gene could only tweak what he had then but now There is so much more, so you can't expect it to be on that same level. So, and quite frankly, the thing is as well, I think even, I think with the people that hate Discovery, I actually genuinely think that they are in a much smaller minority. And, but the thing is, it's like with anything...
1: They're very loud online that their opinions get noticed.
2: Yeah. And
1: you know, people comment on their comments and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I think, like you say, the people who are happy with the show. Uh, if they don't have a podcast like we do, they just they just go on with their lives. Just go, yeah, that was good.
2: Yeah, really and enjoyed just, that. Looking forward to when it comes yeah. back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's just the way it is, unfortunately. It, it just always will be the way with, with the internet, I think,
2: at yes, least. Yes, exactly. The trolls will always be louder. And the thing is, if all of those people who hate Discovery walked away and said, I'm only watching the old Trek, that is my Trek, I'm not continuing with this franchise, mm. then I don't think we would see that steeper fall off. No. No, you wouldn't. I don't think we would, because the new Trek is enticing more and more people into the franchise.
1: Yeah, we discussed it with uh, Larry Nemechek last week. It, it truly is doing that, and it's it's visible everywhere. Yeah. I love it. I love that. That's exactly what I want it to I want to be able to share it with my family and, and more
2: people. Exactly, exactly. So, as much as you bitch and you cry how this isn't Star Trek, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we like it. Other people like it. The producers are obviously liking it because they're going to be making those uh, uh, all of the top dollar fucking gold press latinum off of this. So yeah. that's the thing. No one gives a fuck about your opinion.
1: The, the and watch the uh, when they finally go to Blu-ray. Watch them fly off the shelves with all the uh, special edition extras and all that. I bet they will.
2: Exactly, they will. You know they will. And I I get that the whole like over in America things having a very different arguments based on subscriptions and whatnot. So that's
1: Yeah, I uh, do understand the argument, but at the same time I I would say if I was American I, I would be getting it the same way, but honestly, Discovery and the old track as well is the main reason I keep Netflix here. Yeah. So I would be getting CBS over there.
2: Yeah, and, and the, thing is, the thing is, I don't, I don't have an opinion either way on it because it doesn't affect me. However, I can see that it's, it, it's it, well, the the statistics are that it has helped uh, solidify their new streaming service. So it's doing what they oh, want. Oh,
1: I am... I have no doubt, just like I'm sure they would have had no doubt, but it's going to happen. No matter how much people there bitch and moan about it, they're going to do it.
2: Yeah, exactly. And if they, if those people who are solidly waiting for the Blu-rays... First of all, I don't know how they're going to stay spoiler-free. But if they do get those no. Blu-rays, I bet they'll sign up just to watch Season 2 of Discovery when it rolls around.
1: Yeah, I would imagine so.
2: Yeah, so... But, well... I think I th- I think we can round it up there because at the moment Jude's probably got frozen. Nuts. I'm,
1: I'm just going to say I'm going to say one thing about our friend whose opinion we disagree on this time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I just want to say I bloody love Giorgio and I did from the word go oh, on those first yes. two episodes. I think she's great and I love the actress.
2: That's the thing. I uh, yeah no he was really really harsh about Michelle Yeoh. Yeah,
1: um, as harsh as you could be, really, and, and I think he's great. I think I love the, you know, the normal universe and the mirror universe, that she did them both great. I
2: mean, that's the thing, personally, not only, uh, I'm now speaking not only my thoughts, but my wife's thoughts as well, and we mm-hmm. both loved Georgiou. We was Yeah, I was so that glad she to have was gone, come back. Yeah. And thrilled to have her back as well, and I hope that she does come back for a couple more episodes uh, in season two, because Michelle sure was fantastic.
1: It, it would be a waste not to bring her back after that. She's got to come yeah. back. Yeah, and she I, was. Yeah,
2: I thought that her interactions with uh, Burnham was solid. They made you care. She, she really. That's the thing. Everything. He basically said, like, you would have been better off just putting a cardboard cut out of a captain there and it's like that's it yeah it's It's not fair uh, that's no not honest well if that's your opinion that's your opinion we're all entitled to like and dislike certain actors and actresses but I would Mm -hmm. absolutely say I totally disagree with that opinion
1: same here and that's why I just want even though there was lots of points um, that were made that I disagreed with I I definitely wanted to bring that one up because yeah I love her character and, and the actress
2: yeah And the the thing is, I think if he ever heard our opinions, I would say that. um, Well, it's not not like we're
1: sat here saying, hey, you're this, you're that. You know, we're just saying we just time, yeah. unfortunately, but yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to talk about it.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: That's yeah. the thing, like with the internet, everything seems so much more harsh on the internet, like like uh, before Discovery came out, and, and people would hate on Enterprise, it sounds so harsh, mm-hmm. but when I met the same people at the convention, what would say, oh, I love TNG, I love the old stuff, but not Enterprise, you, you could sort of have a joke with them and say, come on, give it a chance, you know, and, you know, when you're face-to-face, it's not so doesn't seem so heated and angry and um, mm. i'm sure it would be the same with this where people are going to be split on discovery and you're going to be meeting now at the conventions and saying give it a fucking go
2: yeah exactly
1: watch watch all 15 episodes don't just judge it on what you saw in those first two or what you saw in this one in the middle what you didn't like watch the whole thing
2: but also let go of the things that discovery is not don't judge, yes. don't judge Discovery on what it is not. Just judge it on what it is.
1: I know, it's, it's like, say, you lived on a street. And you lived on a nice street, like I'm sat on right now, my mum and dad's street. And then you had a new next-door neighbour. And then a couple of years later than that, you get a new next-door neighbour. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't just go, oh, I hate you. You, you don't have to your hair. Mm-hmm. You know like whatever you know, whatever stupid you don't have a red car. You don't even have a fucking red car. You can't be my next door neighbour. Like just be silly. Yeah. Like life moves on, everything moves on.
2: Mm-hmm. And the thing is uh, once again, the more successful discovery is, the more likely we are that we're gonna get more stories that And I fans love that. I love that possibility.
1: For. And I feel very positive about that right now. I think that we are just in the middle of the Star Trek franchise's life. I think it's going to uh, outlive both of us.
2: I've got that feeling too.
1: And I don't just mean people rewatching stuff what we're watching today. I mean many movies in the future, mm-hmm. many brand new series, and that's exactly what it deserves.
2: Oh, yeah. I reckon, that's the thing, I definitely reckon that Star Trek would be celebrating its centennial uh, anniversary. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I hope so and I hope Star Trek does for the world or a large portion of the world what it's been what it's been doing for most Star Trek fans for 50 years just yeah. making people understand okay these are the potential futures we could have what can we do now to change it. Exactly around us you know and the thing is, so I, I hope that continues to happen.
2: And the thing, and as our species continues to go forward, continues to face um, new dilemmas, most of them that we've created on our own. Star Trek will always yeah. be there to be that parallel and to um, to be a voice of the times. And yeah. so w- we can't expect that same message from the 60s to always be relevant. And Star Trek will continue to be relevant. Mm-hmm. So so all in all, if you didn't like Discovery, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: just do all this stuff and he always just come back to that little sound bite. Just
2: fuck off. <laughs> honestly you you know how things are always taken out of context uh, like online people could literally just snip parts of Trekmate and just be like they're really angry fucking guys they're horrible just listen to this oh dear so uh, but yeah I hope that you guys are enjoying it Uh, if you want to discuss Discovery why not come and join us over on the Facebook page on the Trekmate communicator Uh, just uh, search for it on uh, Facebook it would be great to talk to you and um, even if you want to tweet us I'm going to try and be more active on Twitter uh, with the handle at TrekMate1701 remember to um, follow the uh, well subscribe to the YouTube channel because we're putting in a lot of effort over there so Mm -hmm. I really appreciate anyone's uh, support well, we we got over our milestone. We got over a 1,000 subscribers. Yes, yeah, so
1: thank you. Yeah. Thank you to everyone out there
2: who did that with us. Yeah, big, big thank you, because that means that we can continue on uh, the partnership programme. I think we're now at about 1,031 or something like that, subscribers. Nice one. So nice it, to hear. Yeah, it's going up nicely, and I've got a lot of plans for the rest of the year uh, for the channel. So, uh, but... TrekMate will always be that place where we come and just chill out, talk Trek and enjoy yeah. ourselves and be like just the same TrekMate that we always have been. Yeah. Yes. So, um, dude, you better go and get warm. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. And uh, we will see you next week. So until we speak to you again, I've been Wayne Emery.
1: I've been Jude Hawkins, and all hail Emperor Giorgio.
2: You can't finish that. Every fucking pod, we finish it the same way. People would be... Well, no, I would say people would be up in arms, but people really wouldn't give a fuck if we said that's Trek, or not. I'll they, say it as no, well, if no.
1: you want, or instead.
2: No, no, no no, 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 you fucked up the ending, that's fine. No, I did it, because I... <laughs> They fucking—it's almost like they fucking live it. Sometimes it's like they've got their ship. They've got the well, meet-ups aren't bad things, but they just take everything so fucking seriously. Yeah. Everything. But but I'm this rank. Serious,
1: you're that rank. And because I'm this rank, you can't tell me to do this, but I can tell you to do that.
2: And yeah, exactly. Oh, it's just, it's, uh, Uh, No, because the thing is, I just go and go, well, now I've got a ship, and it's called this, and I'm captain. Well, you can't do that. Well, yeah, I can, because it's imaginary just like yours. Yeah, I'm the
1: Admiral now. That's it. So you're not even allowed to talk.
2: Exactly. Uh, Just so so you know, um, I'm Vice Admiral, so... (laughs) Yeah, you have to do everything I say. You can't do that. Well, yes I can, because I've just come back from a black box, and I'm a member of Section 31. So, you have to listen to me. Well, we don't listen to you. Have I told you, I'm also a changeling. So...
0: We have sometimes one together, body and minds All of a sudden, I'm in you Just the two of us We can make this spaceship fly Just the two of us
1: Just the two of us
0: Just the two of us Merge together as one guy Just the two of us You and I So we have to pick a name But it isn't a fun game Cause Neelix and Tuvok just don't jive So we try some just for kicks We come up with the name Tuvix Together our minds are sharp so far Just the two of us We can make this spaceship fly Just the two of us Just the two of us Just the two of us, with a sparkle in our eye. Just the two of us, you and I. Yes, she starts to fall in love However, she can't let go of The fact that Tuvok has a wife And in the mess hall by and large Tuvix rescues and takes charge Making better food than Neelix ever did Janeway uses the hypo spray The isotopes come into play Neelix and Tuvok are their own guys just the two of us We can make this spaceship fly just the two of us Just the two of us Just the two of us. We used to be a flower and two guys, just the two of us you and I Just the two of us We can make this spaceship fly just the two of us Just the two of us. Just the two of us We can make this spaceship fly Just the two of us You and I been listening to the Trekmate podcasts. Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all-hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. is a tall ship and a star. To steer by. I don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so.